With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
everybody. Welcome to Prayer International Radio. This is our Monday night broadcast. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer over the course of the next hour, please give us a call. We're going to go into a little bit of worship, and then um, we'll come back and end into the Word. Once again, I'm your host for the night, Sean Holmberg. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458, and we'll be right back.
Oh, Jesus, right in my 
Okay, everybody, this is Prayer International Radio, our Monday night broadcast um, at the first of the hour. I already did a small introduction, but I'm trying out a, testing out a new um, calling desktop software. But I'm not sure how well it was actually working at the beginning. Um, so, once again, um, I'm your host for the night, Sean Holmberg. Our calling number six one nine. Six three eight eight four five eight. If you need prayer for anything tonight, we're gonna get into the word um, in just a few minutes. Um, we'll start it off with a word of prayer. Father God, Lord, thank you that Father, you have called us and you have chosen us, Lord. To receive an inheritance Jesus in your name Father that you Have an inheritance reserved In heaven for us Lord Incorruptible Undefiled Father Lord thank you that We have a kingdom we have a Home Outside of this earthly realm Father But thank you also Lord that you have anointed us With authority Lord through your word Father through the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, thank you that we are justified by grace, Lord. We're justified, Lord, just through your mercy, Father, through your provisions, Lord, for our lives, Father, that you have abundantly, abundantly poured out into our lives. Father, thank you for all the blessings that you've poured um, out into our lives, Lord, even the ones that we may not even know about because you bless us all the time in ways that we could never possibly fully comprehend, Lord, everything you do on our behalf. Father, for anybody who's listening to this broadcast tonight, Father, or listening to the archive, Lord, I ask that, Father, don't let them even hear my voice, Father, but Holy Spirit, take control in their lives, Father. Take control in their heart and change it. Transform it, Father, to your image, Lord. Transform it. Father, change, open their eyes, open their ears. Holy Spirit, so they can receive from you tonight. So I wanted to, um, if we can get past all the audio difficulties tonight, um, I wanted to um, get into um, partially a message I heard the other day, partially um, something that's been on my heart for the last few days and um, covers a couple books of the Bible. Um, starts with the book of Jonah. And um, Jonah is one of those like really, really short um, books of the Old Testament. Jonah, who was a prophet. And, you know, we, most people who grow up, um, at least in the Americas, um, in Christian homes or Christian families, even some that aren't in Christian families, have heard the story of Jonah. 
um, Johnny gets swallowed by a whale for a couple of days, and um, but there's a lot more that goes into it besides just a man being swallowed up by a whale, which is hard to believe that a man was swallowed by a whale and not eaten, but this is the God that we serve, that even in the midst of desolation, in the, like the scripture says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I would fear no evil. And through the midst of the what it could be the worst circumstance that we could face, even as in Jonah's case, in times when we're responsible for those circumstances, when we put ourselves in our in whatever circumstance through our disobedience or our lack of obedience, um, the Lord will still provide at times. The Lord will still comfort. He will still save. He will still be an ever-present help and in time of need for those who will call upon the name of the Lord. And Jonah's one of the examples. Jonah um, was called, like all of us are. I would say many of us, but it's really all of us. Jonah was called, like all of us are, for some purpose from the Lord. The Lord had has a plan and a purpose for all our lives, um, Jonah being no different. And the Lord wanted Jonah to do something. Um, ironically, many people sit around and they're like, and they say to themselves, and it'd be great if I could do this, it'd be great if I could do that. But then, ironically, when those times come, then they sort of shirk back or don't necessarily want it as much as they thought they did. So, um, hold on, we did have audio difficulties. My new software seems to have crashed. Luckily, I was already um, called in, so it looks like we're still on the air, which is good. Um, So I heard someone say the other day that the thing about Jonah wasn't that he was necessarily running from God, but that Jonah was running from the thing that God wanted him to do. And we're going to get into that. Um, so, and hopefully, um, by the time this show's over, we can get through um, all of Jonah. And then the next few um, books of the Old Testament right after that. So, um, it starts off in verse 2, and it says, um, or verse 1, sorry. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. You know, if you search through the scripture, you'll find that the Lord is very long-suffering, very patient with nations. Um, long-suffering, not willing, that any should perish, that all should come to repentance, and that nations would repent and turn to him. And many times in the Old Testament, over and over again, and the majority of the books, you'll see how nations rebelled and sinned and turned their backs to the Lord. And judgment was proclaimed against them. And God would always send a prophet or someone who was righteous, heck, anybody who would follow the voice of the Lord to go and proclaim his word to the Lord, to those nations that they would repent. And if they didn't repent, then judgment would fall upon them. If they did repent, then the Lord's judgment 
in most cases was subsided. So it's not like the Lord just came up one day and said, I hate Nineveh, I'm going to destroy it. If you go back to the Garden of Eden, one thing, um, or not the Garden of Eden, sorry, the, the flood in the uh, book of Genesis, what it doesn't say, but what knowing the Lord probably happened, is the world became exceedingly wicked, and the thought of man's heart was continually evil before the Lord. Um, men had gotten to the point of almost forgetting about the Lord. But it got to that point, and the question is how many years, how, many, how much time through even the countless generations like Enoch and Methuselah and their um, ancestors, how long had the Lord persevered? How long had he been patient, waiting, um, working in the hearts of men that they would turn from their wickedness and turn toward him? And so here in the city of Nineveh, which it says is a great city, um, had become exceedingly wicked like um, Sodom and Gomorrah did. And the Lord um, tells Jonah, arising, um, go to Nineveh. But it says, Jonah arose to flee, to tarnish from the presence of the Lord. Which is ironic, the one place that most of us long to go, the one place most of us long to be in is the presence of the Lord. And yet here we find it was the one place Jonah didn't want to go because, you know, the Lord told Jonah to do something and all of a sudden fear entered in his heart and he didn't want to go. I don't think that he was prideful. Um, but in some ways, like, Moses, when the Lord called Moses, and Moses said, I can't go, um, I can't talk, you have to send someone else. The Lord doesn't look at people based on their skills or how presentable they may or may not be. The Lord, um, the Bible says the Lord chooses the weak to bring to shame the strong. And so he chose Jonah, and Jonah fled. It says he went down to Joppa and found a ship going toward Tarnish. So he paid the fare and went down to it and to go with them to Tarnish from the presence of the Lord. Because what Jonah hadn't understood is that, as the scripture declares, where can we go from your spirit and where can we flee from your presence? There wasn't really a place that Jonah could go to escape the presence of the Lord. But Jonah figured, well, if I go to this other um Island, or if I go here, maybe the Lord won't follow me there. Maybe the calling, um, this thing that the Lord wants me to do, maybe I really won't have to do it. Maybe He'll just forget, and maybe I can go live my life over there. And, but it says, But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. And so they're out there, and the Lord sends a storm. To shake things up And at times when people Have things that the Lord wants them to do There's a Place of Obedience or disobedience um, Where you know that the Lord wants you to do something Whatever that thing is It could be something very big Or it at times could be something very small That 
when, through your disobedience, you choose to walk the opposite direction. Sometimes the, it's not that you necessarily lose the Lord's blessing. It's not you lose your relationship. Sometimes you lose your peace. Sometimes um, that loss of peace um, affects everything around you and everybody around you as well. And so it says in, in verse 4, But the Lord sent a great wind to the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God, and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down to the lowest part of the ship and had laid down and was fast asleep. So the captain came to him and said, What, what do you mean, mean sleeper? Arise and call upon your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots, that we may know whose cause this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell to Jonah. And they said to him, Please please tell us, for what cause is this trouble upon us? And why is, what is your occupation? And where do you come from? And what is your country? And of what people are you? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. It's um, ironic. He fears the Lord, and out of his fear, it caused him to run. The command of the Lord, the fear of the command of the Lord caused him to run, but not, but his fear didn't cause him to be obedient. And it says, the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, what have you, why have you done this? For the men knew that he had fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. And they said to him, what shall we do to you that the sea may be calm for us? For the sea was growing more tempestuous. And he said to them, pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you, for I know that this great tempest is because of me. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to return to land, but they could not, for the sea continued to grow more tempestuous among them. Therefore they cried out to the Lord and said, We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life, and do not charge us with innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done it as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. So we're going to take a quick break. This is Prayer International Radio. Our call in number is 619-638-8458. Pray, I pray. 
so it says in um, verse 2, Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah, which we know is a whale, and the Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. So even in the midst of this, even um, when Jonah had cast himself into the ocean, expecting that his life would end right there, the Lord still had a plan. The Lord said, I'm not done with you yet, Jonah. And the Lord had prepared, as it says, a whale to swallow him up. He, the Lord knew that Jonah was going to run, but the Lord was long-suffering. The Lord was patient. The Lord was gracious and merciful. And the Lord was a provider in his life to deliver him, even from his own, I guess you could say, suicide attempt. And so the Lord had a whale um, in Wales, if you um, study oceanography, whales make um, incredible journeys. Um, now, the book of Jonah doesn't tell us exactly when um, this takes place. It doesn't tell us what time of the year. But whales make migratory journeys throughout the year from the Arctic all the way down to um, somewhere else. I don't remember from watching my um, National Geographic. But the Lord had a will there right at this moment, and not just in the uh, general area, but right there. So when Jonah was injected, as you would, as you could say, out of the boat, the whale was right there to pick him up and to provide him with safety or shelter in the midst of the ocean. And then Jonah prayed to the, to the Lord his God, from the fish's stomach. And he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the sea, and the flood surrounded me. All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight. Yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the moorings of the mountains, the earth, with its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you have brought me up, brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went to you, into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you, with the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And so here in the um, midst of the whale, without having any clue what the outcome was going to be, um, except for that he was still alive in the belly of this whale when he should have been dead, he calls upon the Lord. He repents and then turns his heart toward the Lord and praises the Lord, even in the midst of his circumstance. And it says, So the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited Jonah out onto dry land. So not only did the Lord send the fish to pick up Jonah right where he needed to be, not only did the fish provide shelter and safety for Jonah in the ocean, but the Lord had this whale go all the way to almost to the shore to spit him out onto the shore. Um, which is another incredible thing. 
So this is Prayer International Radio.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.